0: Hello. It's been a while since I've sat down and did a podcast. Um, So it is the season to be kind, to be loving, to share with one another in all things the love of Christ. So for me, you know, every season is Jesus' season. Um, Every day is the day of the Lord. You know, every day is given to him. Um, so when I hear things like you know you can't invite Jesus in when he's not a part of that it, I invite him into everything but what I want to talk about today because I gotta tell you from October through January you hear nothing about people bickering like I guess it's all the time but I hear it more and I see it more and I see a lot of gaslighting which is not of fa- god like gaslighting is wrong um. Everyone has a perspective, and I'm all about healthy balance. And when it comes to convictions, (laughs) convictions are personal. So when we hear people say, I'm sharing my convictions, and then tell you you're wrong if you have a different conviction, then that's not conviction anymore. That's that's like saying, you know, when we, we commit a crime and we get our convictions, right? This is your convictions. Well, not everyone's getting assigned the same conviction, right? Um, Convictions literally are healthy if we do whatever it is God has shown us to do with it. Um, If we're putting something above God and we consider ourselves Christian, then yeah, you you need a conviction and you need you or me, whatever my conviction is, I need to go to God because He brought it to my understanding because I put something above Him, above Him, more than Him. Okay. Um, Everything has history. Everything has more than one meaning, okay? So again, this is about personal conviction and personal relationships. So with that, I want to just go into what we're seeing and what we're hearing. This is nothing new. I have shared on this before, and it's usually around this time of year. So this wasn't any one-moment thing. This is a forever ongoing thing, and God's brought me through many convictions in this area, and he's helped me understand a healthy balance and nothing that I do in honor of him is he against. He just eats it up like any parent would. He adores that his children want to celebrate him regardless. Birthdays are not ungodly to celebrate. Um, just again, it's all about balance. So I, this is titled, should a Christian celebrate Christmas? And, um, this here is a well-balanced perspective. So for to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9.6. That there, too, was such an eye-opener to say, this child that will be born unto us will be called Mighty God. Will be called everlasting father so this the father and the son are one um, division or dividing that will keep a person confused so just remember that Jesus the son that is born is the name of God he is a mighty God and he is an everlasting father he's the prince of peace he's the wonderful counselor which is the Holy Spirit okay so into this into this topic. I, for one, love Christmas. I get to spend time with family, listen to Christmas music, eat good food, and celebrate the birth of Christ. Why do you celebrate Christmas? Or maybe you don't. But as a Christian, have you ever wondered if Christmas is biblical? Should Christians celebrate Christmas? The Bible doesn't tell us whether we are to celebrate Christmas or not. Christmas is not found anywhere in the Bible because it came into existence in early church history. Many of the traditions that surround Christmas are from pagan roots, and however, Christians can redeem many of these celebrations by intentionally celebrating in celebrating Jesus' birth, the first coming of Christ. And the significance, like I said, of his first coming. Celebrating Christmas is a personal conviction that must be decided between you and the Lord. The word of Christmas and setting aside a specific day to celebrate Jesus Christ's birth is not found anywhere in the Bible. There is no biblical mandate that tells you about whether or not you should celebrate uh christmas as a christian however there are many christians who do celebrate christmas their reason for celebrating is not found in the bible or i'm sorry their reason for celebrating is found in the bible and that's the story of jesus coming right the birth of christ so in matthew 1 8 to 25 and luke 1 26 to 38 into 1 through 21 so this story tells us how the angel Gabriel told Mary that the Holy Spirit will come upon her, and she will conceive and bury a son and call him Jesus. The Lord also reveals this message to Joseph, the man Mary was engaged to. They then travel to Bethlehem due to worldwide census, and Mary gives birth in a stable. After this, the Lord sends an angel to tell shepherds herding sheep that the Savior of the world has been born, and a multitude of angels start praising God. The shepherds then go to see Jesus lying in a manger and afterward tell everyone around them out this great news. Another part of the story is that the men traveling from the east come with precious gifts to give Jesus, Matthew 2, 1 through 12. This is the story that Christians celebrate during this season of Christmas because they recognize the incredible truths that are in his special birth. While Christmas is not in the Bible, we do see different characters in the events of Christ's birth, praising God and celebrating the birth of a newborn king. An angel of the Lord appears before shepherds at night and announces Jesus' birth to them. A multitude of angels appear in the sky after angels announce, after the angels' announcement, praising God and giving him glory. The shepherds leave their sheep to go see Jesus lying in a manger, and afterwards they run to tell people that the Messiah has been born. Who do you say that I am? The Messiah. The shepherds glorified God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told them by the angel of the Lord. Wise men from the east come and give gifts to celebrate the birth of the King of Kings. While this is not Christmas as we know it, the Bible shows us that Christ's birth was recognized as an important event and that both angels and men celebrated God, sending down his own and only son to, in the form of a baby. Should it not be true for us as Christians to celebrate the truth that God came, that God, okay, came to live among us? When you read through New Testament, you do not see any of the apostles or early church leading leaders in, um, in the Bible celebrating Christ's birth. Instead, you see them celebrating the Lord's Supper and Jesus' death and resurrection. This is because historically and culturally, celebrating death was much more common than births. Although Christmas is not mentioned in the Bible, it is biblical to celebrate the first coming of Christ and his birth. When the shepherds found out about the birth of Jesus, they worshiped God and told everyone around them, the Savior of the world has come. We should desire to do the same. Many of the traditions that surround Christmas are indeed from pagan backgrounds. However, many of the Christmas traditions that Christians have used been have been redeemed through celebrating the significance of Christ's birth. As Christians, we are to be mindful... Okay? of how much we participate in Christmas season, yet that does not mean that Christmas cannot be celebrated. One person considers one day more sacred than another, another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind, in their own mind, Romans 4, uh, 14, 5. As Paul wrote in 14:5, it is per, it is a personal conviction of one person to make a day more special, while a, another believes that all days are special, and that's me all days are special and given to the Lord. But this implies celebrating Christmas is a personal preference. So in the Roman days, people used to celebrate the winter solstice. I want to add facts. Okay, guys, I want to share my research. Um, So here. So the Romans celebrated the winter solstice with feasts and lots of wine. This festival celebrated the resurgence of the sun after the long days of winter. The holidays also symbolized birth and light. Later, Christians related the birth of Christ, the Son of God, to be celebrated during this time. Churches now hold candlelight services to help followers of Jesus to remember that he is the light who came into the dark world. In Rome, the Romans also had a festival called Saturnia. I don't know if that's not said right. Saturnia. So it's spelled like Saturn, A-L-I-A, during December, which celebrated the Roman god Saturn, who was their god of agriculture. During this time, business and schools would close and Roman society would be turned upside down as those in lower societal positions got to be honored and treated with respect and kindness by the rich. During Saturnia, (laughs) families, friends, and neighbors would give gifts to one another and their gods. The rich would also give generously to the poor and do kind deeds to undo all the bad deeds throughout the year. It was supposedly called the best of times by Roman poet, and Charles Dickens later used this story called the Christmas Carol to describe Christmas and introduce Santa Claus as a jolly character. The Romans also celebrated another festival in the winter months, which fell upon December twenty-fifth, called Ju- again, I'm not sure, Juvenalia. This festival celebrated the winter months, which fell on December twenty-fifth. It it also celebrated the Persian god Murtha, the god of sun, who used to be a Hindu god. It was considered to be the most sacred day of the year by Romans. Many Hellenistic Jews and Christians also participated in Roman holidays and traditions. Christmas was not a known holiday until the third century when Pope Julius I picked December 25th as an annual date to celebrate Christ's birth on the Georgian calendar. Supposedly having Jesus' birthday on December 25th would allow Christians to still participate in Rome festivals, Roman festival celebrating Saturnia, Martha, and help convince the Romans to accept Christianity. So you see they were trying and attempting, right, to bring Christianity. Um, so while the Bible does not tell us exactly when Jesus was born, December 25th has, however, become a widely accepted date of celebrating Jesus' birthday. I'm going to share an old blog, too, that I did, in more deep that God showed me differently, through Bible, to, through you know, history through studies of a different day, totally a different day. I've never heard anyone else share this day, but we'll get to that at another time. And it wasn't December 25th, let's say. So after the Roman period, European people started burning Yule logs in the fire during the winter months to keep their families warm. Yule logs burned three times longer than regular logs and thus were inexpensive for low-income households. This became a tradition that lasted for about 12 days of the year between December 21st and January 1st. Later, the tradition was introduced into Christmas where families would burn a small Yule log on Christmas Eve. By the end of the sixth century, the holidays and its traditions had spread to England However, when Puritan pilgrims came to New England, they made Christmas illegal because the traditions were from Roman and Celtic cultures, which honored other gods. It wasn't until 1870 that Christmas was declared a federal holiday in the United States and many people started to associate it with Christ's birth. Since Christmas was made a national holiday, it became one of the most important, biggest days of the year for Christians, especially American Christians. All around the world, interestingly, other cultures, I'm sorry, Christmas is considered to be by people in other cultures, and Christian a Christian holiday and many other cultures to be Christian is to celebrate Christmas. However, today the message of the gospel is meant to be presented at Christmas time in many countries, including America, and it has been traded for presents, stockings, and Santa Claus. So this resulting in communism, I'm sorry, <laughs> consumerism, could be communism, materialism, individualism, and nationalism, right? Patriots. Okay. You should be careful that you do not borrow from other cultures to change the gospel message. So this is what I want to be clear on. Or encourage new believers in other countries to follow our Christmas traditions because it is part of being a Christian. You must Also be careful that you do not lose the gospel message while presenting Christ to others in both your own culture and cultures you are living and serving in around the world because our culture today has created many traditions to fit into the context of what we want to celebrate. We are all all guilty of this. So, if you were to ask a person what they think Christmas is about, their response may include delicious food, family get together, snow, Christmas trees, presents, and Christmas carols instead of Jesus coming to earth in human flesh to live amongst his creation, die on the cross for their sins, and rise again so that they can live in right relationship with God the Father, through him forever and ever. Sadly, barely half of Americans believe that Jesus was born of a virgin, laid in a manger, visited by wise men who brought him gifts, and were led by a star, and the angels announced his birth to shepherds. Hmm. Many Americans may not realize this, but during Christmas season, they also tend to buy more, give more, volunteer more, and do actions of kindness for people that are normal, that people that, not I cannot read, <laughs> for people that they normally never would. This is very similar to the mindset and practices of the Romans who would give generously and exalt the poor, although we Christians are to give generously to people and to share what we have. We cannot earn the right favor with God, and we cannot undo our actions for the whole year by doing kind actions towards others. Adopting this mindset as a Christian can be dangerous, as we could start believing that doing good works will earn us favor with God so that we may receive salvation and get into heaven. I don't care how good you are, that ain't what gets you in heaven. If you died today and you sinned, you would. and if you're a believer, you are saved, you're going to heaven. Anyways, however, the true message of the gospel is that we are saved, not through, see, not through our works, but what he did by the finished works of of Christ on the cross and his grace. That's his gift. That's the best Christmas gift. That's the best gift ever. It's not about what we do. It's about what he did. We shouldn't desire to live differently. We should. But it's got to be him and only him. It's nothing. You know what? There's nothing you could do to make him love you more, and there's nothing you could do to make him love you less. He is the best parent. So for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. And sharing all this with you, I want to emphasize that celebrating Christmas is not bad. As a Christian, you are free in Christ to celebrate Christmas or to not celebrate it. But you do not need to but you do need to make sure that celebrating Christmas is not the pinnacle of your faith. After reading about the history of Christmas and how it is celebrated today, you may wonder, is it okay as a Christian? is it okay, as a Christian, to participate in celebrating Christmas? There are valid reasons for being concerned about celebrating Christmas in the way that the world does, as in participating in a pagan tradition. Some Christians are concerned with taking part in traditions that have pagan roots. So see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the eternal, or I'm sorry, elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. Colossians 2, 8. Indeed, A lot of the way we celebrate Christmas are not from the Bible, but as Christians who have been set free to follow Christ, we can find creative ways to celebrate what God has done for us by setting up reminders in our homes and in our hearts. As a Christian, you should be careful not to celebrate traditions rather than Jesus Christ. We are not to be part of the world, but rather to be light in the world for Christ. You are to fix your eyes on the things above and not the things of this world. Some Christians get too caught up in celebrating Christmas traditions buying presents, planning family vacations, uh, that, that they forget to celebrate the miracle of Christ's birth. As a Christian, you are a witness for Christ, and thus your actions and behavior should reflect the desire for Christ to be known in the season and every season. As a Christian, you should be careful to not get caught up in, con- uh, almost again, in consumerism and materialism. Christmas has become majorly commercialized in America and parts of Europe. The significance of the birth of Christ has lo- been lost, has become lost as people celebrate this season rather than celebrate the coming of Christ into the world. Satan has distorted our world and of course does not want us to celebrate the first coming of Christ. However, even though there is no command to celebrate Christ's birth, we can still thank God for the gift of his son for us. If you are giving presents out during Christmas time, it should be a representation of the gift God gave us. Thus buying gifts for someone you love because you want to show them how much you appreciate them, For who they are is not wrong. Instead, you are to have the mindset that giving gifts represents the love of God the Father, the love that God the Father has for you, and the reminder that he sent his one and only son down to earth to live and die so that you may see the free gift. Of salvation. Another concern is that Christmas trees are not biblical. People take the mass. Pa- uh, sorry, people take the passage in Jeremiah 10:1 through 16, where the prophet writes about not cutting down a tree and then carving it into an idol, decorating it with silver and gold, and bowing down to the worship before it. Isaiah 44:9 through 18. Also, sorry, also speaks of the same issue. People may take delight in looking at Christmas trees, but Christians do not bow down to their Christmas trees to worship them. We worship only Jesus. Putting up Christmas trees in your home and placing ornaments on them and putting presents on the tree is not idolatry. This is not what your life centers around. Okay, again, not putting it above. This passage is not a logical argument against Christmas trees. We must be careful not to take a passage out of context from the Bible. Another concern some Christians have is that in the Old Testament, God gave very specific commands for how to celebrate festivals and not take part in other cultures. In the Old Testament, God did indeed command them to keep certain festivals and to its same from other culture worship. However, the festivals that God commanded the Israelites to keep no longer need to be kept because they were just a shadow of the coming of Jesus Christ. I've said this over and over. If we continued keeping those festivals and a rating for the in awaiting for the first coming of Messiah, then we have missed it altogether. Now, we get to celebrate the coming of Christ by remembering his birth and resurrection. Some Christians also quote Colossians 2.16.17 to prove that Christians, as Christians, we should not celebrate a festival that is not biblical. So let no one judge you in food or drink or regarding a festival or new moon or Sabbath, which are shadows of things to come but the substance is of Christ, Colossians 2, 16 through 17. However, this passage of Scripture does not command believers from celebrating the birth of Christ. If it is done in a way that honors God. Celebrating Christmas is not a duty that you have to do as a Christian, but it is a time where you get to celebrate the first coming of Christ with joy and hope, looking forward to a second coming when we all shall be with him. Another concern is that Christ was probably not born in December, thus we should Sorry. Thus, why should we celebrate his birth December 25th? The answer is that it's important to set aside a day or to intentionally or purposely focus on celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Christmas can be a day, any day, where you remember to honor the birth of Christ and praise God for sending his one and only son down to earth in the form of a baby. As Christians, we are no longer under the law of sin and death. We are no longer under the law sin and death, and thus we are free to live in Christ. We can celebrate Christmas with our eyes on Jesus and our gaze on eternal things rather than material things of this world. So these are some reasons that Christians can celebrate Christmas since the very beginning when sin entered the world and man was separated from God, God has promised to save and redeem those who trust in him. This has been his promise over and over again until Jesus was born in Bethlehem. His promise was fulfilled when Jesus died on the cross and rose again. And I will put empty between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his seal. Genesis 3.15. This is something that we as Christians can celebrate. Without his death and resurrection, we would be lost in sin and death forever. But because Jesus came, lived, died, and rose again and ascended back to his father, we who put our trust in him will be saved and can live forever with him. During Christmas, we can remember the miracle of the virgin birth, Luke 1.26-38. Jesus Christ is God incarnate, both fully God and fully man at the same time. Though the Holy Spirit, a young virgin girl named Mary, conceived and had a son, who is the Son of God, by coming to earth, he left his glory, his throne, and home behind so that one day we can be reconciled with the Father. Through this death, resurrection, ascension, we now are restored to a perfect relationship with God the Father. This is incredible news. That's why it's called the Gospel the good news of the gospel. This was the miraculous move of God that was promised generations beforehand, but has now happened. This is great for celebration it's a great cause for celebration this is the one of the reasons why we as christians can celebrate christmas jesus is lord of lords king of kings and savior of the world during christmas we can also celebrate jesus as our lord of lords and king of kings his first coming was the promise that god had given to generations before us and he was born to reign and rule over this world and in our hearts not only is jesus lord of the lords and king of kings but he is savior of the world jesus name means savior at christmas we get to celebrate this great truth that jesus came to save us from our sins so that we can live forever with him and escape sin's penalty which is death as christians we can also celebrate during christmas that jesus is the light of the world in his is no darkness at all and in him is the light of life first john 1 5 through 2 2 when we light candles or plug in string lights during Christmas time, we can remember that Christ is the light that pierces the darkness. I love celebrating Christmas with my family. We have always made the center of it about Christ's birth. The tradition has helped us focus our hearts and minds on Jesus and reminded us of the reason why we celebrate Christmas. Celebrating Christmas is a personal conviction. You get to choose whether or not you want to celebrate Christmas. Remember that although Christmas is not in the Bible, there are still countless reasons to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and his first coming into this world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. John 3 16. I'm going to end there, folks, and wish you all A very Merry Christmas, whether you celebrate or not, please find a way to celebrate the first coming of Christ and wait in waiting patiently for his second return or for his return, his second coming. All my love, Diana.